God, you will give us understanding heart to be able to perceive the things that you are doing for us. I pray that each one of us will be given with understanding. Oh Lord, let this happen to us as your word comes forth. In the name of Jesus, hide in this meeting and establish your kingdom. In Jesus' name we have prayed and everyone said, Praise the Lord. Well, thank God for all of you here tonight. I want us to look at the word of God critically tonight. Very important. We will start off with Isaiah chapter 60, um, verse 19 and 20. Very profound assurance from God. Sometimes you can have the word of God just like that and you might not take some time off to look at it critically. But this year I would like for us to look at the word of prophecy to us. Hallelujah. And continue to look into it day and night. Amen. The Bible said in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 19. The sun shall light by day. Nor the brightness shall the moon give to you. But the Lord will be to you an everlasting light. Praise the Lord. And your God, your glory. Your sun shall no longer be down. Your sun shall no longer go down. Nor shall your moon redraw itself. For the Lord will be your everlasting light. Amen. It's so interesting. I am just too excited about this. The sun shall no longer be your light by day. Now, when God begins to speak to a group of people or a people and he said, the sun shall no longer stand and we all know that it is the sun that virtually gives us light in the day. Isn't it? What does that mean? If there is no sun giving us the light, there would be what? Darkness. So we need the, we need the sun. Praise the Lord. Sun is so essential. Without it, we don't have the daylight. Now, my God who created all things comes and then he begins to say to you, the sun shall no longer be your daylight. It is something we need to sit down and think about it. Praise the Lord. You know what that occurs to me? You may have a reliance of energy. Praise the Lord. You may have a reliable source of help. God says that that source has run down. What I want to do, that source cannot work it out. Because, you see, related to the sun itself, there's not a single person here who does not need 
son. We all need a son that shines in the day. And especially now in Africa, as I said the other night, we are so blessed with the sons, and so we understand it better than the Europeans and anybody else. The sun gives us light. It is only when the sun is not there that we need some sort of light. The sun is so good to us. If we were to sit and ask everybody to say something about the sun, I'm very sure that everybody will have something to say. Mothers will say, I need the sun to have my things dry. Praise the Lord. Others will say, I need the sun so that maggot will not go into my, 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 my corn. Because I put it on the road there, by, and the sun will come down and scorch. We dry a lot of things under the sun in this place, through or false. Sun is so important to us. It is so essential. But when I hear God say, as much as it's so essential, the time has come for you not to depend on it, then it gives me a special understanding. Praise the Lord. Meaning that if I were to rely on anything else, the Lord. Are you listening to me? God wants us to come to the point when we will embrace His Word in a manner that we will not turn to anything else except His promises. And operate by it. And tonight we are talking about what the everlasting light would do in a man. Hallelujah. That's what we are talking about. The everlasting light, what it would do in the life of everyone here seated. And the Bible is saying the sun shall no longer be. That means that our reliability on anything that is helpful must change. Praise the Lord. And if that were to change, or what is it that will let it change? It is understanding. If God says that the sun shall no longer be your light by day, God is establishing a very strong something that you and I need to shift focus. Change the way. You see, we need the sun. I mean, thank God that we cannot do with it. As much as it has been the source of energy, God says it's no longer going to be your source of energy. Praise the Lord. So it means, that's why I was very happy when I met my brother leading us in prayer. You see, when God says some things, the only way by which you can break through and experience His power is when you adopt yourself to it by going into prayer and saying, this is what you said to me. Because you see, in, in, in America, in the Europe, when the person goes to buy a washing machine, automatically he has to buy a dryer in addition. 
Are you listening to me? Because if you, if, you, if you don't buy a dryer, the dryer is the same size like your washing machine. So, when the washing machine washes, you only collect them and put them in the dryer. Because if you don't have that, your clothes will be there for two weeks. Is somebody listening to me? Because it can never dry. There's a necessity for the dryer. It will make your clothes dry quickly for you. If you say, I don't need it, then you must be ready to wear your clothes after you have washed them for one month. Because the sun is not there. So there has to be an introduction of something else to bring the effect of drying. But I thank my God. He says that you don't need that reliability anymore. As much as it's so clear that it has something to do, that's not what you need from now 2017 and beyond. And because of that, I charge your heart and my heart in the name of Jesus that we pray until we see action in this everlasting light. Amen. Do you understand so far? The next thing about it is that please do not rely on you know it's your source. Is somebody listening to me? If you rely what is on your source, you will not go far. Whatever we will do to make sure that we have turned around and our hearts have grabbed the fact that God is my source, we ought to start doing it now. Hallelujah. Not the brightness shall the moon give light to you. The moon also gives light. It brights. We are able to find our way. But God is saying that as much as that is so visible, that is so wonderful, that's not what you need now. You know what it occurs to me? ought to become more spiritually minded than we have ever taught. Praise the Lord. If you have never become so spiritual, I charge you in the name of Jesus to start now. Is somebody listening to me? The brightness of the moon is not what you need. God is also re-emphasizing that the things that we are going to be confronting them, the moon power, the radiance from the moon, the brightness of it cannot survive it, cannot stand it. So we need His strength. Shout a big amen. I don't know how. You see, anytime I go back to this, I am charged in my belly to pray. And I keep asking myself, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it. I want to feel this illumination deep in here. 
more than anything else. The brightness of the moon cannot help as much as it is good. Do you know that it has not been eliminated yet? We still need it. So, the, 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 the tendencies of you falling on it is quite high. God says that don't fall on that ability. Praise the Lord. But the Lord. Everyone must say, but the Lord. One more time. But the Lord will be your everlasting light. And I see some beautiful thing coming up here. And your God, your glory. Praise the Lord. So if Dennis allows, and I want to beg you, as we heard this afternoon when we were praying for everybody. In hearing, you may hear. Perceiving, you may not perceive. That should not happen to anybody in the name of Jesus. Can you imagine you sitting here on 31st night into the 1st January and the Lord speaks so boldly and passionately and powerfully to you. Come have communion. Hear the word of God. On Wednesday you appear in church and then all of a sudden you are lost. It cannot be. Hallelujah. Something must happen to us. I pray that I'll be able to finish quickly so that we can stand in prayer. We're going to pray now. We're going to pray into next week until people will begin to, will begin to. You know, sometimes some of the miracles are such that everybody walks on the floor. But then you'll be suspended and yet you will go. Something like that is what we need. Hallelujah. You see, there is a sure guarantee of, of my taking steps on this floor. Sure guarantee because the ground is solid. But God says that we cannot rely on the ground anymore. We need something else to carry us through. We are so used to the ground being solid for us that it is undermining our faith and our reliability on Him. Now, God must be our glory. Somebody listening to me. I never want these words to go down. I don't want it to fall to the ground. I don't want it. Listen to me. If I may share a little of what, just a bit of what's going on inside of me. I want to see God in action in my life. Hallelujah. Your God shall be your glory. Have you thought about that? Begin to think about this. What must I do to let God be glorified? What must I do in my walk that men may begin to say, there is some glory around this man, but it is only coming from the Lord. Your God shall be your glory. It is not an Old Testament stuff. 
it is alive. God can overshadow people and His glory will be seen. Only be hungry for it. Only be hungry for it. And it shall come to pass. May I plead with you that the way you handle this word of prophecy, and I will confirm it by the word of God. Stanley did. I will confirm it by the word of God. By the grace of God for you to know that it is so clear that it's a prophetic word to you and I. Hallelujah. It's so very clear. Your God shall be your glory. Praise the Lord. If, if you, you know, I pity people who have Muhammad's children if they were very boastful. Finish. Is somebody listening to me? It's finished. If there was ever wee 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 for everybody else to stop for them to come finito. Hallelujah. Begin to see it with that understanding of the word of God. That whatever that you see, that's why when they get there they don't want to leave. Because when everybody else is sweating in the traffic. It's a matter of everybody else packing for them to come to pass. Today we are going to be in the traffic. It's not reliable. There is no seat that is permanent. The seat that is permanent is your God shall be your glory. Are you listening to me? That I like to be identified with God. Those incoming government, two days time, they will take their positions. Those of you who already know them and you are happy, wait for another few more years. It can never be the same as this one. Your God shall be. When the glory of the Lord is upon a man, it is everlasting. Blessed be the name of Jesus. My God, I want to rely on God. And I plead that come along with me for us to rely on God because the surety. Hallelujah. A young man who has a nice job, it is no guarantee. Your God shall be your glory. A young woman who has a nice job, who has signs of whatever, it's all that's reliable. Somebody listening to me, oh, I wish we could sit here for 10 hours. God has given a word that is, that is, as three men will say, enunume. A woman, some gang has some, a woman, something. Praise the Lord. Bible is true. Your God shall be your glory. And I beg you in the name of Jesus, let God be your glory.
Everything else will pass. But what God has done, has said, will stand forevermore. Blessed be Jesus. Those of us who don't love God, those of us who are not determined to let God be. You see, on your job, let them see something this year. Let them see something. There is something about you we can't understand. He said, it's the glory of the Lord. It's more reliable than anything. Hallelujah. What an everlasting light will do in a man is what we are talking about tonight. What an everlasting light. You see, let me tell you something. There is nothing wrong as a young lady reaching an age to be married. Are you listening to me? There is nothing wrong to have a desire. It's godly. Okay? But your attraction should not be because of your beauty. Your attraction by the man who will come around you should be for the fact that there is a glory around you. It shouldn't be I must do something. I must go and cook for him. Can, can God have servants of God who have faith? May this happen to us. In the name of Jesus. Instead of worrying, now listen to me. Instead of worrying about, Pastor, oh my, you know, sometimes when, when, when people come around me, you know, men come around, and then when it's getting serious, I mean, then they go and you are worried. I say to you in the name of Jesus, let the glory of God capture you. Let it capture you. They will come and beg you. You will be between two opinions. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding? I have found out that the glory of God settles the matter. I have found out that the, the, the everlasting life upon a man or in a man settles the matter. And you will see it tonight. It is so good. Who don't like to come for midweek services and come and pray on Friday? May I beg you, become more spiritual and the glory of God will envelop you and make, present, and make you presentable. Your painting won't fail. Are you listening to me? I don't mean harm, eh? I don't mean no harm at all. But I'm trying to show you something that is more powerful. Hallelujah. Thank God for painting. Sometimes it's nice, eh? Some, some here. But it will fail. May the glory of God take over. Father, I, this one, I am soaking inside. Verse 20. Is that a course here? Is that you? May God be your glory. Your sun shall no longer go down. Thank God for what the sun does to us, Papa, but it goes down. And I'm trying to find a scientist who is able to let it come back and say, no, I don't want it to go down because I haven't finished. It was only God 
through his servant Joshua, who said, I haven't finished fighting. So hold it! It was only God. Praise the Lord. And I'm excited that since the world began, nobody has been able to hold the sun back. It has only taken a servant of God. So you and I, if we stand very well, the sun, the sun will stand for us until it is, our work is finished. Blessed be God. Ah. Your son shall no longer go. Joshua said, Hey! Moses, come! Let us finish the job. That's the promise of God. It will be held. Praise the Lord. Sometimes you don't, you may need something and the time would have caught up with you. And then you say, oh my God. Especially when you needed to take money for something and where you were coming from, you had 15 minutes to go to the bank and there was traffic. I just want you to understand. You will clean your sweats more. And at that time, if you are not very careful, anybody who crosses you may be knocked down. <laughs> Especially in the office here, I needed some money. And then I saw it was two minutes to four. I said, no way. I said, no way. I must get it because it overtook me by surprise. And the money needed to settle a matter on that. I said, no way. And so I said, it's two minutes to four. I picked the phone and I said, hold it till I come. They said, when you come, we will open you. Praise the Lord. That's what must happen. Are you listening? This is what God is saying to us. Nothing can stop you when God becomes your glory. Hallelujah. Nor shall your moon redraw itself. It, you see, the moon and the sun that we are experiencing now, they have their limits. But what God is saying is that walk He's going to walk with us, and the everlasting light that has come to us has no limit. It shines any time. Praise the Lord. It shines every time. For the Lord will be your everlasting light. And the days of your mourning shall be ended. And I pronounce that things that have made you cry in the night, I command it to end in the name of Jesus and by the word of the Lord. You know, sometimes you see beautiful people, but they come, they try, they come to church, but... As soon as they leave the church and enter their own rooms and their houses, they are met with a certain crowd of the devil. And that crowd begins to dictate, and then they cry, but you see them, they like they look good. I say to you, you will not cry in the name of Jesus for that cause anymore. May the Lord establish His word in Jesus' name. Now, let me tell you, what an, 
what this everlasting life will do in a man or upon a man. Come with me to the book of Acts chapter 9. Everybody stay awake, eh? This is a serious matter. And I thank God for those of you who came to church tonight. You will be blessed, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Alright, praise the Lord. In the book of Acts chapter 9 from verse 1, I want you to see some serious things. I was amazed when the Holy Ghost started teaching me about this. You see, you know, we are going to talk about how St. Paul, are you listening? And what made him become Paul? And who he was before he became Paul? Are you listening to me? The Bible says, Then Saul, still breathing threats, and meda against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest. And asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Praise the Lord. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, So, so, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the and he said, trembling, and so he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Oh, may that sound come from your heart because of the everlasting light. Hallelujah. The Bible said, trembling, astonished, said, Lord, what would you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise, once again arise. There is a need to arise. Arise. And go into the city and you will be told you, and you will be told what you must do. Verse 7. And the man who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. And this is this portion ministered to me greatly. You know, the men all saw the light, they fell, but there was only one man who heard a voice. And may you be that man who heard a prophecy. We are many here. If anybody will allow it, it is his business. But for you, may it never slip from you in Jesus' name. Now, quickly, I want to show you something. In the verse 1, I want you to read it for me. And then be honest with me with this. One, two. I want to ask you a very simple question. What do you think was happening to Brother Saul at this place? Somebody can tell me. What do you think is in operation over this man's life? What do you think is happening to him? Yes, brother. That's true. Demons were in operation. The Holy Ghost told me. I've read the scripture over and over again. But when I was studying, he said, hey. It means that 
the everlasting light that has come be at the appearance of it in the name of Jesus. You think Paul didn't have a demon working against him and in him? How many of us believe that demons were at work in him? How many? If you don't believe, no problem. How many of us? Okay, majority haven't lifted their hands. It's okay. I'll show you something. I was amazed. Luke chapter 9, verse 51. It's something we'll be talking about later on, but it's important I say this to you. Luke chapter 9, verse 51. I thank God. Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers before his face, and they went, and they entered into a village of Samaritans to prepare for him. Now watch this carefully. Samaritans, the Lord is coming to, going to Jerusalem, but he will pass here, so prepare to receive the Lord. Okay? But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? Now, read this for me. One, two. So, in their honest so-called suggesting, suggesting the Lord, why would these people refuse to the Lord of Lord passing through Samaria to go? Why? Why, Lord? Lord, let's do something to show them that we have the power. Now, there's something operating. Are you listening to me? I refuse to be operated upon by any other spirit. And the everlasting light will consume it. Praise the Lord. Did you hear that? Let me tell you. Let me, let me, because it's the word of God. Sometimes certain manifestations, you have to start identifying it. And allow the light to help you out of it. Shout a big amen. amen. So, when Brother Saul was briefing threats, listen to this. At 9, we are there now, because yeah, let's go back. When Saul still briefing, I mean, the man was so against the Christians that his breath was... I want to chew them up. It was Noko. Noko Yeme. It was a spirit upon Saul, and Paul did, Saul did not even know it. Look, listen to what he says. That the, and Saul still breathing threats and murder. I want to kill them. He didn't know. But at the junction of Damascus, when the everlasting light hit, the man was delivered instantly. So brother, I want to say to you, we are safe with the promise of God. 
Hallelujah. I want you to know that. The everlasting light that God is talking about to us to, uh, from 31st night into 1st of January, it's a, he's not playing at all. It's a serious matter. No matter how demons have stolen from you, no matter how things seem to have gone bad, let the everlasting light jam you up and you shall surely be delivered. Praise the Lord. Things that are bothering your mind. Things that doesn't make you make progress in your marriage, in your, in your, in your, in your work, in your serving of God. I say to you tonight, the everlasting, everlasting light is able to dissolve it in the name of Jesus. Thank God. I have too much faith in this. And I bless the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. When Bible, you know, you, sometimes we don't bring ourselves to try to see what the Bible is trying to say. Can you see, picture for a moment a man that threats. Picture him. You can see the demonic forces at work. Picture a man that is ready to murder. Have you seen people who are coming to murder, smiling and dancing? Spirit hear me. But Jesus. Ah! He was going to the synagogues. The Bible says the synagogues of the Samaritans. That means that from, from Laboni to Tessinungwa to Kanesi. Everywhere there was a synagogue. The man, he finishes one, he will go to the other. Oh, I didn't see it right. Can we go to where? The Bible says and asks letters from him to the synagogues of the Damascus. Everywhere there was a church, the man said, I will deal with them. It's amazing. But God said, before you deal with them, I will throw you an everlasting light. And if you overcome that one, you can go and deal with my church. But blessed be the name of the Lord God. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ, which you are. Amen. Please, tonight, as we delve deep into this matter, you must receive it that God has given you a very serious matter that you should not joke with. The Bible says that he has already given me. You see, you see the, the thing I love about everlasting light is the fact that the government can give you the paper of authority. It will not survive it. You see what the Bible is saying here. And ask letters from him to the synagogues of the Damascus. So that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. The light said, I will take care of you before you do anything to the body of Christ. Which means that, may I announce to you that if we allow the light to work, anybody who have a light will take care of him. Hallelujah. I love the Word of God. So that if I found any who were of the way, thank God he knew it. You see, the W is, 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 is a capital. Jesus the way. Anybody who is following him, 
I will deal with them. And then you can deal with them. We are hidden him. And the light is everlasting. Hallelujah. Whether men or women, he might bring bound to Jerusalem. In the verse 3, the Bible said, As he journeyed, as he, journeyed he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. And we pray in the name of Jesus that when we lift up our holy hands to pray, the light must come upon us. I want you to be, you know, whenever you are praying in your secret place, tell the Lord. I want the light to come. You know, I told you that when I was waiting on the Lord, I said, Lord, I have prepared it. Come. I want to see you. I want you to come and we talk. I mean, I, I'm, 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 picturing, I'm picturing myself like that. Because he said, and of course he decides, he says, to whom I will, I will reveal myself. It's in the scriptures. So I was, then when he wasn't coming, I said, Lord, don't you will? I have to ask questions, you see. Don't you desire? I know you can appear to some people. Me too, I'm asking. My own, won't you come? And then he, after struggling strongly, then he gave me the answer. Your faith can be so equal to even like if I had visited you. Okay. Praise the Lord. For with God all things are possible. And the one who has faith to him, everything shall be possible. Blessed be God. Are you listening tonight? <sighs> and the light shone around him from heaven. Now, the source is from up. The light came. Now you see what we are talking about, the moonlight. The sunlight, the light we are talking about, it's coming from that which is above the moonlight, which is above the sunlight, it's coming from heaven, from the Father. So believe that with the everlasting light, you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above the imaginations of any other thing. Because the source is not from the moon or from the sun. It is of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse 4. And he fell to the ground. And I heard a voice saying to him, and, and heard a voice saying to him, So, so, why are you persecuting me? He fell to the ground. Do you know sometimes your deliverance will come when there is nobody there? If you, if you really open up to this promise of the Word of God, your deliverance can come and you will fall all by yourself where there will be nobody else. Now I'm very excited about this because I saw that after this everlasting light hitting this man, he was never the same. What? He was never the same. He changed completely. He became completely a different person. Brethren, what we are talking about is a reality. Say, it's a reality. It is the truth. And it can happen. Hallelujah. 
He fell to the ground. Did anybody push him? When he was given an account of it later on, to King Agrippa, some of the things that the man said was so amazing. If we have time, we will have a look at it. When he was given an account himself, because he started witnessing in Damascus and around. And the people were not happy. So they started making problems for him. They arrested him and he has to defend his case one after the other, one after the other, before governors and before different people. And then all of a sudden, the man has, it has gone, ah, now he has landed in the presence of Agrippa. And when he was given with a chance to talk, he said, ah, I am happy. And then he started quoting things that he said, you, Agrippa, you know these things I'm talking about. It's no secret. Jesus is no secret. Hallelujah. And the man started firing it up. Brethren, this year is a special year. May your understanding come so full. One of the things that if you should, if you should cry for in prayer, we started this afternoon, we should do, tell the Lord, I beg you, that I will not be like in hearing I heard but did not understand. I heard that I did not perceive. No! It's something we must cry to God for, Lord, let me understand everything. And the power with which you send forth your word, let it be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Don't let anything that is supposed to come to me fall to the ground. Tell God like that. Are you listening to me? Then he said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I can imagine the demons left him and immediately, I mean, Saul, Saul, why are you? As soon as the demons left him, he knew who, who, who was talking. The man that he was prosecuting, now he's coming, he quickly he says, he, he, says, he said, who are you, Lord? Because, why did the man say, who are you, Lord? Because it's the Uze. Power past power. The power is so tremendous that he had to say, if else could it be? Oh, Lord, let this fall on somebody here tonight. In the name of Jesus. According to your holy word. Hallelujah. He said, who are you, Lord? And Jesus said, and I, it's one of, the, one of the scriptures I love very much in the Bible. You know, we cannot dispute on this matter. Jesus said, I am Jesus. Jesus said, I am Jesus. These are some of the statements that makes me know that, you see, our Jesus is Jesus. He is Jesus. He said, I am Jesus. He is not putting any other thing to say, I am the Lord. He said, I am Jesus. The name of Jesus is stronger than anything. Hallelujah. I am Jesus. I am Jesus. Jesus said, I am Jesus. Whom you are persecuting. Do you think you can kick against the pricks? You are too small for that. 
And immediately the brother, you know, I pray that tonight somebody will say, Lord. In fact, as you are hearing the word of God, begin to say within your heart, that, Lord, what would you have me to do? This thing is too powerful that I man. Help me to be able to contain it. What would you have me to do? And that's what happened to brother. Next verse, the Bible says that, And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what would you have me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise one more time. Somebody must arise in this church. After hearing the word of God, you see something? God said, now when he hit the light, then he said, arise. Now, this is one of the understandings we must get. If you don't rise up about this matter, you won't see it. Arise. With the promise that you have received, arise. I said, with the promise that you have been given, arise. That's why last Sunday I was talking about it. I was very passionate because I found out that you can, you can hear like anybody else, but if you don't arise, when this man was instructed to arise, if he has still sat there because, you see, at this time he has become blind. He was blind, so there was everything good for him to have said, what? You know, you know how it mean, what it what it what it means to be able to see, and all of a sudden you are not seeing. Your confidence is gone. One day he went to preach to some people. No, he went to preach to a certain big man, the proconsul, and somebody was misbehaving. In fact. I have been charged with that scripture one day that when I go and I go for witnessing and somebody is praying, I'm likely to say, may you be blind for a season. You see, but see how the thing went so beautifully. He said, for a season, so that you may know that God did. He placed an injunction on his eyes. The injunction came. And in fact, by that injunction, the Bible said the proconsul believed. So sometimes we have found out that when we travel and then as we preach, miracle happen one, people believe. Hallelujah. That's why I'm talking of late about miracles. Because it makes people know that that Jesus they don't see. He has power in his name. Hallelujah. Arise and go to the city and you will be told what to do. Most of us have been instructed what to do. I beg you, take it seriously. Amen. Please, don't come. We went for Wednesday services. We have clothes and we are going. Oh, no. Something must tear your stomach up. And when you go from here, intend come in prayer. I beg you. If we do that, we'll see the glory of God. Verse 7. And the men journeyed with him, stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. But he heard a voice. Let me quickly show you something and look in, in the book of Acts, chapter 26. Probably we'll read from verse 12 to 18. Just, I want you to see a classic presentation by himself. He was standing in front of Agrippa, and this is what he said. While thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests, not one, the, the community of, 
of priests that came together, all of them agreed that we don't agree. Go and deal with these so-called Christians. And so the Bible says that, listen to this, just verse 12, let me show them quickly. Whilst uh, that's occupied, I took Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests. Plenty of them. Next one. At midday. At midday. Oh king. Along the road. I saw. May you see. This everlasting light. I tell you. May you see it. May you encounter it in the name of Jesus. You know, I pray that something unusual will happen to you. That will let you know that this matter we are talking, we are not joking. At midday. You know, midday's light was already in action. But he was jammed by a force that was greater than the midday one. So, if I hear God say, the sun shall not be, neither the moon the brightness. And I want you to know that there is something bigger that God is talking about. Amen. See, the Bible said, at midday, O Cain, along the road I saw a light from heaven. Oh, it's coming from heaven. Brighter than, than, let me hear you, brighter than, I want you to see what God is saying to you and to me. The everlasting line that God says that it's ours is brighter than the things we have known. Hallelujah. Shining around me and those who journeyed with me. It's true. All of them, they fell on the floor. And when all when we all had fallen to the ground, I love the statement. I heard. It was a prayer topic. Immediately I knew that until you become hungry, until it is pointed at you, you may have the symptoms of it. But the real stuff and I pray that the prophecy that God has given to us, don't let the wind around it only be your enjoyment. But let the real thing be your enjoyment. I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in a Hebrew language, singled him out. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why? And I'm begging God that in this church, some people may encounter this kind of everlasting light. I'm praying that we have a short time to pray. It should be your desire. You know, I, I, I said, Lord, this thing is so tenacious, so that 
I don't want it to. Let them be. Let them not be. Oh, let them. Pastor gave a very nice exposition. I'm not here for exposition. I want faith to rise up in you. That you will arise and shine. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening? Somebody's breakthrough hanging on this everlasting life. I have no doubt. Someone's is surely coming. May it be yours in Jesus' name. And that scripture 15. So I said, Who are you, Lord? Who are you, Lord? May we know him. And he said, now he's reporting to the counselor, to the man who was sitting in the seat to judge, Agrippa, and the elders and everybody listening. And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. He's now reporting the matter. But arise, as we read, from the original encounter and stand on your feet. For I have appeared to you in this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness of both the things which you have seen and of the things which I will, review, which I will yet reveal to you. And the next verse I love very much. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as, as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to. Job description. And the verse 18. Read it for me. One, two. Among those who are sanctified by faith. Praise the Lord. One of the things that must be very vivid, and I am not missing my words, that indeed, if you allow yourself to be hit by this promise of everlasting light, one of the things that will become so evident is that people will be drawn to you and you will affect them. Amen. It's true. It's very true. You know, in the job description that was given to the brother, when he had mentioned a lot of things, this is the portion that I love very much in the verse 18. He says that to open their eyes. Some people who are, you know, so every, there, there are people in this church, with all respect to you, they have two eyes, but they don't have eyes. Their eyes must be open. Remember that night, the scripture that we were talking about? In the book of John chapter 9, the Bible says that Jesus and his disciples were passing by and quickly they saw a man that was born blind. It took the effort to bring that man back into seeing him. And now I see, saw now, who thought he had two eyes, those two eyes had to be closed. And then the spiritual eye had to be opened. So when the Lord jammed him at Damascus and he fell, he became blind. 
he became blind. But when his eyes was opened again, this time it was not open only naturally, but it was also open spiritually. May this light bring you that light and clearness of eyesight in the name of Jesus. We must be turned to blind and be restored to proper light when we will see beyond what we see. That is the promise. Praise the Lord. Are you understanding me, brethren? To open their eyes in order that they return them uh, from darkness to light. And you see, it's repeating itself. You see, there are many people who are in darkness now, but I God, deliverance will be like water in this place. Hey, hallelujah. Darkness to light. Darkness to light. Do you know that many people are, let me, let me tell you something. Many people are okay. They are paid well. They have nice cars. They have, they have their beautiful wives, husbands. They, have, they can pay their bills. They are okay. They are not sick. But they, their eyesight is not open. And this year, it has to open. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Are you coming along tonight before we pray? Are you, com- are you really coming along tonight? When we stand to pray, tell the Lord that I, I want that kind of eyesight that poor heart. When you jammed him by the heavenly light, the everlasting light, I want the same. Praise the Lord. And I see, I see that continuously, God, God is, 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 is commissioning us. And let me tell you, let's have light in ourselves so that we'll be able to affect others. If we don't have light in ourselves, we cannot Isaiah chapter 42 verse 6. We are being commissioning to, to bring light to people. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 42 verse 6. I the Lord have called you in righteousness. Praise his name. I will hold you with I, and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, to the Gentiles. Amen. What? What a loving commissioning. There are many people. Brethren, are you listening to me at all? Do you think that you are understanding something? This line that has come is so mighty that it has to affect others also. Hallelujah. It's not a life for you to be very happy. Only about, of course, be happy with yourself. But it's not a life for you to be very happy only about yourself. But I, I see, Papa, I see very much that I have to become relevant to other people's lives. Because it's an everlasting light. Everlasting light that is in me and that has come upon me. Praise the Lord. If only... It is around you. The power is let it travel. Let it affect other people. There's a commissioning here. 
Jesus, in the Old Testament, has spoken. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. Blessed be his name. And I will hold your hand. Thanks be to God. There's going to be a holding of hand and walking along. And he says, I will hold your hands and I will keep you and give you as a covenant. You know, you would have your portion of being kept. And then you too will also be a blessing unto other people. Praise the Lord. That's what God is saying. As a covenant to the people and as a lie to the Gentiles. No wonder when, when Saul was knocked down and was confronted with that greater light from heaven, immediately when he said, what would you have me to do? There was this confirmation of the word spoken to him by the Lord when he said that you will be a light unto the people. Hallelujah. It was this word, the word was, the Lord was making reference to. That I'm making a covenant with you so that you will be a light unto the Gentiles. And it came to pass. Oh, I pray that this everlasting light that has come and an assurance from God Almighty will cause you to become a blessing unto other people. Praise the Lord. I can keep preaching and preaching, but I want us to pray. But before I do that, let's go to Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. Let's say verse 16. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 16. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 16. Let's, let's say. For we did not follow. Now listen. Are you here? Put the scripture in your notebook. Whatever you want to do, do it now. And stand to your feet. So that you would. We are, after this we will enter into a very serious prayer, but I want you to see clearly. If you have recorded it, just stand to your feet, please. Just stand to your feet. Be, 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 be like a soldier man. You are up there. Just stand to your feet and watch this scripture carefully. It's very beautiful. The Bible says that for we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Continue. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Let's go further. And we heard this. Peter was there. So he's quoting it. He said, and we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have, read this for me, one, two. One more time, let's speak this together. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Paul Rocco. 
I don't know whether understanding is dawning on you on this one. God is saying that what He spoke to us on 31st night, moving into the 1st of January, it's a prophetic word. It's a prophetic word. And He is saying that it, it will be better for you to pay attention to it seriously until there is a dawning of it in your heart. Hallelujah! So he says, so we have the prophetic word confirmed. It has been confirmed by the Lord God Almighty himself on that day that Peter and, and John and James went to the mountain together with him. And the heavens opened and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. It was that day that it was confirmed. And then when Peter was in his element in those days, he too started writing about it. And he said that that prophetic word has already be confirmed, which you do well to heed. What we want now is that those of us standing here, may we pay attention to what God has spoken to us. Hallelujah. If we give heed to it, what we have heard, and as, as a light shine in, in a dark... Listen, our hearts must, must receive this. Our, this this, this um, everlasting light to shine broad in our hearts. Until something is happening, would you lift prayer before the Lord? Tambanda. Tell the Lord, this thing must shine. Oh, it must dawn in my heart. Yes, Father. Oh, God, I give heed to this light. So, therefore, let it shine in every dark place in my heart and around me until it dawns and the morning star arises. In my heart, Lord, there is a morning star. It must arise, oh, God. There is a victory. It must arise in my heart, in my spirit, in the name of Jesus. Because this is what was said, O oh God. It's a prophetic word. It's been confirmed, my Father. And I pray to you tonight that this will dawn in my heart. It's Bazaya. Oh, my Father, as I give heed to this truth, let it shine, O oh God. Let it shine as a light in every dark place, O oh God. In every dark place. In every dark place, O oh God. In the light of every one of us. Himbala Sataya. Oh, dear brother, pray. Let Satire release the prayer inside you. Let something dawn on you. Oh, so that you will begin to see the dawning of it. According to God Almighty Himself, He says it's a prophetic word. He says it's a prophetic word. If it is so, may it happen to you. If it is so, may it dawn on your heart. And when it dawns on your heart, it must rise up as a morning star. It must rise up as a morning star. It must come out of you as a morning star. Lord, let this dawn on me. Let this light dawn and shine in every dark place in the name of Jesus. Mosokotoria. Oh, are you strong, sir? Release understanding, uh, because this word carries a power that is above all. This word of God carries something that would uh, illuminate everything around you and change things around you. Oh, until the day dawns. Until the day dawns. Lord, I want to see the dawning of the day. Ah, la ba la ba la ba 
and the morning star rising in me, in my heart, in the name of Jesus. You know, don't be a Christian who cannot really pray down this matter. The ability to pray down will bring us the morning dawn. Yes, Father, this is your word. Hey, this is a more prophetic word. This is a sure word of, from you, O oh God. I don't want to be sleeping under this, O oh God. I don't want to be found, O oh God, as a weakling under this. Because it is impossible, O oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, my Father, your word is yea and amen. Your word is yea and amen. Therefore, let the light shine every part of my life in the name of Jesus. In the ministry that you have called me, let it so shine in the name of Jesus. In my daily life, shine, O God. Let it capture my heart and dawn. Until the day dawns and the morning, the morning star arises in my heart. Mambea, you have two minutes more, brother. Oh, let your heart cry. Let the day dawn, let the day dawn come. Hambundu sambanga bakambongo. Mangombongo sonkontori ambanga. Masimpelete nkenteria. Manteli basipirikitande. Lempelesenteri makaturia. Yantusuri makombundara kataya. Alurumusutu kuburuku bombaya. Yes, my father. Yes, my father. Let the light so come, O God. Upon my life and ahaya. Mandaba sata kaberia. Alurubu shekitaria babaya. Mambe tamini kasoro babo. Hondolo bosita libabaya. Makiteria leribe sotokoboria. Be a prayer warrior for one more minute. Pray as if something is missing and that must be found. Masatakeria, Santoria Labakorokoso, Kudaria Lekotari Mamakarika Sikitaya, Hinaria Masantoria, 
Anaria Mastakituria, Anaria Sifitaria, Inaria Satakabaria, Imolo Sotokoboria, Amoketaria, Ameta Minimikaya, situations must change, certain situations must change, Haleri Mamaya, certain situations, oh God, must experience this everlasting light, Himela City Dianaya, Himela City Anaria, Himela City Anaria, Ikotoria Lababa. Mambala Kosukaria, Haliri Bisuturi Babanderia, Hamalaka Sakatoria, Handalabo Satikea, Harabasatabaya, Harabasatakabaria, Moloko Shokotori Babanderia, Iberia Babari Katuria, Hamoloko Sikitaria, Ibontalaba Satakabaria, Habalabasakaboroko Sikitaya, Hilari Babasikorolobo Sataya, Visekete. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, if Jesus being the Son of God prayed until his sweat was like blood, I want you to understand that there's no shortcut to prayer. Prayer is something we must love because it will change and bring the dawn of the light. Can we do two two more minutes? I beg you. Roll in the spirit, I beg you. Speak in tongues. Kunda kastagabaha. Santo baturi basoko boroko shanda. Mitaketari bakumete sikite. Tuminita teteli babandaria. Makontaria babaro shandorobo. Mostiteli bakumbele batakineya. The day dawns and the morning star rises. Lord, let the morning star arise. Let the morning star arise. Habalala basando robo sikianda. Himeta mikonto robo. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the answered prayer. Because we have prayed in diversities of tongue. That our minds could not comprehend. But we have faith that it has covered. Thank you for the answered prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. And take a good offering tonight. Oh, God will do wonders in this place. Hallelujah. Father, bless. Draw me closer.